Living their lives. We just living their lives. Park and plies living their lives. We just living their life. Chris, the freelancer. Hello, Riley. You made it back. I made it back. It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah. So <laughs> welcome back to Nomad Life, bro. Thank we you. thought we lost you. <laughs> We're like, no. Um, so uh, right when I ran into you, um, mm. randomly in Food for Thought, yeah. I was working. You walked in. I had no idea you were coming back. Mm. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Chris, the realize is back. Okay, great. Yeah. And then you told me that you're, you're going to make a video about uh, home life versus nomad life. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, perfect. I've kind of been meaning to make a video about that, even though I haven't lived for a full year back home. Mm -hmm. I've, every year I do like a month back home. Yeah. And so I was like, perfect. Let's do a follow up video on your video and let's expand about it a bit. So that's what this is. Yeah, guys, if you haven't seen it, it's on Chris's channel. It'll be linked below, all that good stuff. But basically, the premise of it is um, you've been a full-time digital nomad for the past three years, um, uh, minus this one last year yeah. that uh, you went and home, went back to live home in Australia. Mm. And just the quick summary of it is uh, in your video, he explains it and everything. But the reasons were uh, career, dating, and feeling settled. His reasons for feeling the urge to go back to work for a year. Um, and the positives that, the biggest positives that came out of that for him were a career um, and health and fitness. Got really fit, got ripped and bleep uh, back home. Uh, and the biggest negatives that he said were boredom and people not relating. Um, so yeah, uh, like, like Parker watched it and he's like, yeah, so many of the things that you said all of us nomads pretty much feel mm -hmm. and um <laughs> the biggest thing is kind of like how you were saying at the end like um basically a lot of people at home they just don't get it yeah like we we enjoy this lifestyle so much obviously um and a lot of people back home some some people just like don't get it um absolutely so kind of expand on that what it was like what it was like when you kind of told people that you were like doing this digital nomad work remote thing for the past three years and like people's reactions, I guess, normal people. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I've been home at numerous times throughout the, the three years that I was nomadic. Um, and so I know that people, uh, you know, most people haven't heard of it, haven't even heard the term digital nomad aren't aware that people are working remotely and traveling or just staying in the one place living abroad. Um, so I was prepared for that, but I guess what I found interesting was that nobody was interested in, well, pretty much nobody was interested in diving, like learning more about it. So, um, you know, I'd be like, oh yeah, I was doing this thing where I was, I was nomadic. And it wasn't so much that they didn't get it because I kind of knew that because it's a kind of very out there concepts that not many people know about but the thing that surprised me was like kind of the attitude that came back to me like it was just confusion or like okay you're a bit of a weirdo like it, w it wasn't a positive like oh what's that like that like you just said before they didn't even ask a follow-up question most of the time so um it just showed a complete lack of interest in something that 
as you said, we both enjoy this and there's a lot of things we like to talk about within this world of digital nomads and, and, and live it ourselves. Um, and then going home, it's like that topic or that, that world does, just doesn't even exist, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it's weird. Like, um, and obviously I'm going to assume that most people following your channel and my channel, mm. like have dreams to aspire, aspiring dreams to travel and or be a digital nomad or work remote in another city or country for some mm-hmm. or part of the year. So I'm just going to assume that about you uh, watching. And so at the very end of your video, you're like, yeah, at the end of the day, it's all about doing what you want, basically setting up the life that you want. And it's, I was like, yeah, uh, you know, obviously that makes sense. Yeah. And you know, the point you're making at the end, it's like, you don't have to be a digital nomad or a settled person. You don't have to choose between having this identity of being one or the other. Yeah. The beauty of it, guys, the beauty of it is having options. That's the beauty. And I think if you ask anyone, 90% of people are going to say, yes, I value having options. And one of those biggest options is the ability to take extended vacations and or travel often. (laughs) And I think if you ask 90% of people, 90% of people are going to say, yes, I wish that I could travel more and or for longer periods of time. Mm. And so for you guys watching this, you already have that travel bug or that desire to travel a lot. And I've talked to so many people, obviously out here, we're kind of in a little bubble, but I even ask local people and just people casually on vacations. I'm like, what's your dream? I'm like, oh, cool, you're studying, doing this job. Cool, how long do you want to do that? What's your dream? And they're like, mm, travel the world, make money. Like, those are the first two common things. Really? Travel the world and make money. Nice. So let's be honest. We all want to travel the world. And so this is what I've been saying and preaching for years. And, you know, we're in this whole digital nomad, four-hour work week religion. This is the philosophy of it. <laughs> big, big, per- big picture is... If you want travel and or living in other countries, experiencing other cultures for extended vacations, if you want the international lifestyle to be a part of your life, there's no better way to do that than being able to conduct your business from a laptop. Big picture is that's what it comes down to. (laughs) So at the end of your video you're like yeah if you have the means to be a digital nomad try it out and that's great so a lot of you are kind of like okay probably thinking what are the means to do that how do i do that because i think most of you if you're thinking about being a digital nomad um you're you're working on making that happen like you would if you could but you can't you know i think most people they would Obviously, people who watch our channel, they have dreams of being a digital nomad. They would do it now, but they can't because the biggest thing, number one thing, is being able to work and earn remotely. And um, 
that takes some figuring out. But obviously, all the things we talk about is it's more possible than ever to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what it comes down to, guys. Figure out a way to work remotely. And um, <clears throat> the kind of three main flavors, three main categories of working remotely are um, being a freelancer. Mm-hmm. So which means doing work for clients around the world for businesses and clients doing digital tasks like coding, um, Shopify, mm-hmm. store building, writing, translation, graphic design, all that stuff, doing piecework for clients. The second main category is being a remote employee, which I meet mm-hmm. more and more remote employees. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. becoming more common now as people are cluing onto the fact that, you know, it's all... The tools are there, the technology's there. Right? Yep, so more companies are letting uh, their employees work from anywhere because the once some companies start doing it, then other big companies have to start competing or else yeah. the employees will move to those ones that allow the flexibility. So there's, there's this whole flexibility competition revolution going on and even the corporate mm. space. Maybe not the traditional big corporate companies, but the, te- uh, the tech companies, new startups and stuff really a popular thing to allow your employees to work remotely because millennials let's be honest we want this there was just this huge study that went on anyway you can look it up but we all know us millennials we want this we want the ability to work from home if we want we want the ability to not commute anyway second flavor is remote employee and the third flavor is what everyone should of course strive to do is own your own business what is owning a business? It means you have a system running where you're making money 24-7, where you're not necessarily trading your time for money um, via working for an employer or working for clients. It's owning a company, using technology like Amazon's platform or Shopify, digital marketing, ads that run 24-7, where someone can buy from your business at any time of the day. Mm. So that's a business where you're hiring employees and of course if you're a bootstrapping entrepreneur you can hire a VAs for five dollars an hour from India or Philippines to do these repetitive tasks for you so anyways the three main categories just so you know guys this is the big picture are freelance remote employee or own start your own uh, small online business so those are your three options guys and depending on your situation one of those may make sense and um, you know, if you're, I was six years ago when I was dreaming about being a digital nomad. I was, I saw uh, Johnny FD's videos because mm-hmm. I took a two-week vacation to Thailand. Yeah. Because Parker did a semester abroad out here. We were like, two weeks. That was stupid. Let's go work abroad for a year. Yeah. And so we we're like, oh, we can get a job in Thailand. Easy. Park's got connections with all these big hotels. So we searched on YouTube. Um, working in Thailand, jobs in Thailand, found Johnny FD's channel, went to his conference about uh, e-commerce out here in Thailand, rest is history. Um, but at that time I was trying to figure out what is the right online business and what can I do uh, to, to make money online? And we were like bouncing it on YouTube, but I really wish there was a place, one kind of place that explained, all right, here's all the things that digital nomads do and here's how all their business models work in kind of one place. Okay. 
and I never heard about that. And that's why this video is sponsored by. <laughs> yeah. No, it's actually sp <laughs> it's sponsored by my own uh, mini course that I made, and that's kind of what I'm transitioning to because I need to talk about this more. Uh, I made this last year, and because so many people DM me and email me, Riley, I want to live this life, but I don't know what's the right thing for me to do to earn remotely. And so I made this mini course that explains um, all those three categories. So the different things you can do freelancing, um, tips and tricks to make a remote employee work, and um, the top 10 or so uh, online business models that um, my digital nomad friends do that make good money doing. So I explain all those different models, like the investment required, the time investment required, uh, money investment required, um, how it works, um, who's it for, who's it not for, um, the realistic time to make like a few grand uh, consistently, uh, AKA being able to live either in Chiang Mai on a thousand bucks a month or just be able to work from home in America, you're probably gonna need closer to 4K a month. Um, but anyways, guys, if you're thinking about being a digital nomad, you wanna figure this out, I was like, you guys need to know about my mini course. And so I finally made it. And so this is, I guess, sponsored, you could say, <laughs> sponsored by my yeah, own you, shit. You can I, sponsor your own video. Yes, not, I wanna right? sponsor my own video, why not? <laughs> so you guys can find the link to that in the description. I'm calling it my beginner's course. Um, so I knew that a lot of you needed that next step. If you watch Chris vid Chris's video or you click to watch this, this video, the next step is figuring out what are the options that I can earn remotely and my mini course, beginner's course, uh, whatever you want to call it, breaks down all of those things so you can wrap your head around in one place uh, the different options that you can do. And then uh, from there, it's just a matter of fact, matter of starting your side hustle, hmm. you know? Um, and I'm, I actually map out the whole roadmap in my beginner's course, you know? Choose your business model, you know, enroll, enroll in a school or an advanced course, Start your side hustle, you know, you're building, you're working on your laptop on the side of your job, hmm. you know, nights and weekends until you're making enough with that or your savings is enough where you're comfortable going full time to work on that. And then you buy your ticket, you go to Google Flights or Expedia, whatever the frick, and you click buy ticket and you buy your one way ticket to, to Chiang Mai and that's the, that's the roadmap. And anyway, that's the next step, guys. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, is, you know, what, what are, what are your thoughts on the whole journey from transitioning from, you know, r traditional job to, to a digital nomad, you know, let's say someone wants to start, you know, they're like, okay, Chris, I want to do this. Mm -hmm. What does that journey kind of look like? And what was it like for you? Yeah. So, um, I've kind of like, cause I've kind of taken a break from it and come back to it. It's almost like starting again. Mm -hmm. Um, but this time. I feel like I'm in a much stronger position. So um, when I, when I uh, first discovered this digital nomad thing, honestly, I rushed into it because I was like, this is the best thing ever. Like, yeah. um, I was still studying a degree in accounting at the time I heard, at, heard about this and, um, and I wanted to do it as soon as possible. But um, uh, my girlfriend and I at the time, we just um, signed another basically just signed another year lease in our apartment. But it was like, well, we, you know, we should prepare for this anyway. So we'll give ourselves the year. We'll give ourselves till the end of the lease. Mm -hmm. And then I was kind of like, 
yeah, I mean, a year, less than a year into this career and then like going off and like um, trying to make it work. Um, so, you know, it, it all worked out in the end, but it was a struggle in the beginning because I feel like I, you know, there's different levels of setting yourself up before you go. I think I remember watching one of your channel, uh, your videos once where I think you had, you were interviewed a guy who saved up a hundred grand before he went out, oh, yeah. came out to Vietnam and started his business. Yeah, that, maybe that was Kai, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean like, not, yeah. not everyone's going to save up a hundred K New Zealand, Australian, American dollars. Um, and for me, you know, we did that first video we ever did. Um, I talked about how I saved up 10,000 Australian dollars. Mm-hmm. And in hindsight, that wasn't that much money, um, yeah. especially um, when we kind of shared that as a couple. Um, this time, I like kind of took a step back. I got the work experience that I needed, um, got specialized skills in a specialized area. So um, I now specialize specifically in Shopify theme development. Mm-hmm. And coming out of that, uh, coming out of the job I worked in and going, uh, to LinkedIn and messaging companies, I was able to find work within like a week. Wow. Um, and this, this, I honestly found this client and I haven't really looked for another client because I'm getting that much work from this one client. They're so good in the sense that they don't mess me about at all. Like when I invoice them, I get paid straight away. And uh, for anyone who freelancers knows sometimes that's uh, hard to find. A lot of clients will mess you about. Um, and I was, I, I'm actually, my next video is gonna be on this um, about like, wow, what's, what's actually changed from when I started? Um, so, uh, you know, we'll link that or yeah, you can check it out on my channel. Are you gonna touch on the LinkedIn method? Um, it, it's not so much about lead generation as much as it's like core principles of what had changed um, for me. But, um, that's uh, another way of, of launching yourself, right? Like, you know, having a career for a while, like taking a hit on the location independence to kind of build some really good skills that you can then um, transition into being location independent. So yeah. sometimes it's good to take a step back to take two steps forward, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, you know, people argue, people ask me like, when should I quit my job? Um, should you quit your job uh, to go remote or whatever, yeah. uh, to go travel, be a digital nomad, before you're making X dollars online, before you're making money online? And it's like, there can't be one set answer because yeah. if you have 100K in the bank, then most people <laughs> would probably say, yeah, you're probably fine. You can quit your job, you know? Because yeah. if let's say you're living on Ch- in Chiang Mai for 1,000 a month, um, uh, you know, if you have 12K in the bank, that's going to get you 12, that's going to get you a year of living time. Um, Chris's video, obviously he proved that you can live on 600 a month here. Mm-hmm. Um, if you live close like that. Um, so yeah, there's no one answer and I've had videos on this before, but it's like, it's a combination of how much money you're making at your job currently. So for example, if you're making really good income with your job, I tell my friends and and followers, stick with that for as long as you can (laughs) until you can't anymore, until you like literally can't get out of your car and walk to your job. (laughs) And I had that point, by the way, I was doing door-to-door sales 
I would park my car and I just did not want to get out. I was so burnt out. So keep going until you're absolutely burnt out. Stack your chips as high as you can. Don't blow it. Don't blow 20K on a car. Uh, <laughs> don't blow it on stupid things. Um, yeah. I blew 10K on a car. Okay. Uh, went back home. Uh, paid cash. I was like, oh, yeah, balling. Like, no. Stupid. Was this after you started traveling? Or? No, no, no. Huh. Uh, this was when I had my corporate job. I did corporate sales uh, for Comcast for two years, and I had saved up like 20K, and I was like, oh, yeah, what can I buy now? <laughs> Let's buy a fucking BMW 10K cash. Oh, yeah, boom, baller. Now I'm just like, oh, I could launch several Amazon products and turn that into 10K a month yeah. now. Like, uh, so anyways, combination of how much you're making, a combination of how much you already have saved, obviously, a combination of your family and relationship situation mm. let's say you have to like take care of your parents or your grandparents or something or you know or there's that's one thing your family situation and then your girlfriend situation if you have a girlfriend you know obviously um if she can't work remotely and you <laughs> you have to stay together then it's time to dump her ass <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah. it's trying time to kick that no. Uh. So that situation, it's either time to dump her ass <laughs> or oh, no. or you can't. And that's when it comes into what do you value? Do you value being able to travel and have these experiences or do you value um, that relationship more? And honestly, um, there's no right answer. I would just ask you to think about that pretty hard. Um, mm. What do you value more? What's more important to you? And uh, actually, this chick right in the other room, she she quit her job just a month ago to be a full digital nomad. Mm-hmm. She's like, yep. I'm like, did you sell your car and like do all the things? She's like, yep, broke up with my boyfriend, <laughs> sold my car. And I was like, and Chris was like, That's, I don't know, anyway, and I was like, hey, if it, you know, don't be sad about it. You know, you made the right decision. If it was meant to be, it'll come back. So... You could use that philosophy. <laughs> um, and then it's like, you know, if you have freaking kids, you know, that's a whole nother thing you have to, to consider. Um, and um, assets like um, cars and stuff, that's yeah. a whole nother thing. And leases. Yeah. So let's say you have an apartment, you know, lease. Um, it's You got six months more to go or you got 12 months more to go. You know, now you're going to have to wait that time. Um, or sublet it you can always sublet your apartment Mm -hmm. or um sell your car of course you can do that but anyways it's this whole bunch of different circumstances of when Mm -hmm. you should quit your job when you should go remote um so you know i i look back and i'm like hmm i'm kind of lucky that i found this when i was so young at like 24 25 when i didn't have a lot of responsibilities and that's the one of the other big philosophies that I push. Like, yo, most of you guys are pretty young. I don't care if you're 25 or 35 or 18. Do it while you're young. Don't be like, oh, I'm going to travel once I make a million bucks or I'm going to go travel <laughs> once I'm like 50 or 60 and um, I have this big business where I can and employees are running everything. Uh, I don't know. You should probably just do it now. Yeah, and the other thing, um, I talked about this in a recent interview, but um, I, I'd say you want to try it 
as soon as possible because yeah, a lot of people um sometimes people will have this um dream right oh i'm gonna do this when this happens right and they think that that's the epitome of happiness but whenever you reach a goal first of all life goes on and uh, you'll find that oh okay i'm proud of reaching that goal but i need a new goal um but also um there's also the chance that that achieving that goal or like basically if your goal is to be a digital nomad or maybe you've got a particular destination in mind there's a chance that you might not like it and imagine if you did something you hated for 20 years or whatever just to get to this point where oh i'm going to do this thing that i know i'm going to love but you really don't know and then it's just going to be like wow like why did i sacrifice all that time mm-hmm. and then you're going to have to figure it out so i think introduce as much freedom as you can early and that way you can learn what works for you because like at my experience i jumped straight into the digital nomad thing and decided to go home for a year you know i'm still figuring things out it's not like you you know you achieve a certain level of freedom and that's it right you're still trying to figure out what to do with life and and also having a lot of freedom means you got a lot more questions to answer how do I construct my life? How do I form a routine? Like mm-hmm. when somebody isn't telling you to go to work, yeah. what time do I start work? Yeah. Stuff like that, you know? Um, I think that's like final chapter of um, four hour work week, right? Mm-hmm. Like what to do with yeah. your freedom, yeah. basically. Yeah, because when you start having this, um, you know, obviously the goal guys is to have passive income online. That's like the entrepreneur dream. It, not only digital entrepreneur, but that's the entrepreneur how to build wealth mm-hmm. is having passive income coming in from different sources, AKA your businesses and your investments, guys. Um, the cash flow quadrant, you know, you look that up, guys. You wanna be a business owner and investor. You don't wanna be an employee or a specialist because those guys trade their time for money. You wanna be a business owner and investor. This is actually a quick case study. Uh, my little brother uh, got into selling on Amazon because he came out to visit us in 2016. Yeah. Um, he is now, uh just crossing 100k saved in his bank from selling on amazon he makes over 100k a year gross profit wow. and now he's like yeah that's just one case study guys by the way if you follow my videos to because you want to get into fba selling do it watch up my interview with my little brother it's always going to be possible um this video is also sponsored by my Amazon school, of course. <laughs> sponsored by my own shit again. You know, the more I, the more money we can take from colleges and universities, and um, put that into uh, creating online entrepreneurs, where you're gonna not only come come away to uh, never need a job again, but you're gonna make more money than you probably were as an employee at long term, and have much more freedom. Anyway, obviously. But now he's like, his big problem now is what do I do with my time? He's trying to figure out like what his passion is and he, you know, what he wants to do. So that's a, that's a great problem. But that is, mm. that is the whole philosophy of the four hour work week is create a business that's semi-automated that will take care of your money because we need income to live. Yeah. And, you know, get that income to a good amount like... 5k a month, 10k mm-hmm. a month, 15, 20k a month where you can like 
have a lot of options like travel a lot maybe you know live in a really nice condo but then then the real thinking starts like what do i want to do with my time but that's when life starts right because like during like most of people's lives were like just work weekends work weekends like our whole entire existence is built around money built yeah. around making money mm. and once you have a business that's just like taking care of that for you and um you have employees or or, or technology or a combination of both that are handling that for you and you have all this free time it's like oh what what i i don't have to worry about like money coming in all the time like yeah. when i wake up like the basis of my waking up in the morning is not like how can i go get my paycheck to come mm. it's like oh then you enter the next stage of life guys yeah. the next stage of life and that mm. is really um trying to figure out you know what makes you happy what brings you happiness you know do what you love because when you do what you love you never have to work a day in your life and uh, as corny as that is that is uh that is true and um you know the four hour work week of course it's a figure of speech guys it's a figure of speech it doesn't mean you're not going to do shit it means do what you would naturally do anyway um the most of your week and then maybe four four uh, hours a week you know half day per week or whatever you're you're doing emails or or, or editing or something that you'd rather not be doing that's what that mm -hmm. means so um like for tim ferris for example it's interviewing super interesting people where he learns a, t a shit ton yeah. and writing books like that's what he likes doing and still then, making money from that too and exactly <laughs> and so that's what they say is when you follow your passion then it will make you money not always the case but a lot of the times that is the case especially when you're putting your your creations out there you'll slowly build a following that like your creations boom monetize it through making your own courses like I do and Chris does as well on Skillshare or um, shouting out sponsors like the guy you were talking about shouting out the freaking uh, diamond ring company but <laughs> part partnerships um, or just straight getting um, uh, um, you know sponsored videos what, whatever a million ways to monetize your kind of audience and you get an audience by creating art that you love um, but uh, yeah so what is happiness the four hour work week kind of philosophy is uh tim ferris argues that when people say they want to be happy they actually mean that they want excitement that's mm -hmm. what he argues in the book of course there's different philosophies about it and so what is happiness excitement is happiness in this school of thought so think about what excites you you know this is what i talk say to my brother what excites you? Like, what gets you, like, talking a lot? Um, what, uh, yeah, what, what do you like to talk about? What, what do you do naturally? What's really exciting to you? Think about those things and then pursue that. And let's be honest, travel is really exciting for most people. Let's be honest. Mm. And so that's why it ties back into the whole four-hour work week thing is having a remote income allows you to travel a lot and because travel looks so exciting that's going to make you more happy and obviously obviously allows you to have more free time let's say you like making music that makes you happy you're going to have free time to do that maybe dance makes you happy 
maybe um, podcasting, maybe creating painting, creating digital graphics. Maybe it's just like getting super fit and going to the gym three times a day makes you happy. Anyway, you get the point here. It all starts from creating a business that creates passive income or relatively passive income. And then if you really want travel to be a part of your life, you're gonna want to make it internet-based, laptop-based, so you can travel often. And uh, like Chris said, just try working remotely for, uh, you know, give it three months hmm. or something like that. And then if you're like, nah, my home country is the shit, no other country has shit on my country, <laughs> on my home country, then okay, go back to your country and then only travel, you know, once a month per year. But you're not even gonna be able to take three months to try it if you can't work remotely anyway, or if you don't have like a bunch of savings that you yeah. can do that with. But it's hard if you have a job, regular job that you can't work remotely for, even if you have 100K in the bank, most careers you can't just like leave for three months and then come mm. back. Some maybe you can, if it's more of a sales commission type structure. But anyway, we're, we're all preaching, hey, um, it's the easiest time ever to figure out a, a remote laptop-based work situation so you can have more options. And at the end of the day, keep your options open. I guess that's the whole philosophy of your video. Keep your options open and um, try different things and um, do whatever the frick you want. <laughs> but you gotta try different things first. Yeah. That's it. That's basically yeah. it, guys. That's <laughs> it. Try different things. Um, Hey, and I'll always shout out um, the Nomad Summit at the end of this video. Um, if you're looking for a, a good time, an excuse to come visit Chiang Mai, the remote work capital, um, meet a bunch of different remote workers and people that have uh, things in common, come to the Nomad Summits every January in Chiang Mai. Um, use that as your excuse. A lot of people just come for a couple weeks because that's all they can afford or really that's all they're allowed to do, let's be mm -hmm. honest, uh, in, their, in their current job situation. Uh, or a lot of people come out for a month, a lot of people uh, come out indefinitely and they're like, yep, just left my job. And don't burn any bridges, by the way, you know, whether that's relationships, parents, friends, um, jobs, don't burn any bridges, you yeah. know, make it, it, make, it a, make it a soft thing. Don't make it a hard close. Be like, yeah, I'm gonna go do this remote working thing for a while, not sure how much. Don't like cut ties and be like, I'm gonna be a digital nomad now. And I'm quitting, you know, I'm never gonna be back. Just make it a make it easy on people because a lot of people won't understand it at first. Um, and uh, yeah, everyone here thinks alike. Um, yeah, people not relating was one of your biggest negatives. Uh, top two negatives, boredom and people not relating. <laughs> Yeah, I can attest to that. I've been full-time, you know, 11 months of the year, living out here in tropical Asia. It's just a little bit more fun than Bellevue, Washington. I, would say, I could yeah. say that, a little bit more fun, I could say. And then on top of that, the thing about living abroad and being in these, in these cities out here, these you know, digital nomad hotspots, is everyone pretty much is in the same boat. So like, it's so much easier to meet people because all you have to say is, oh, hi, where are you from? And she would be like, oh, I'm from, I met two guys from Estonia. 
you know, last weekend. She'd be like, oh, I'm from freaking Germany. I'm from Switzerland. I'm from Australia. Mm. I'm from freaking Israel. I'm from Canada. Oh, why are you here? Or you don't even have to say that. All you got to say is, oh, cool. What's your business? <laughs> yeah. Especially like, around places like this. Yeah. Especially if you're in a co-working space, you know, we're at like Hotspot Cafe or like even anywhere in freaking Chiang Mai. It's like you have so much in common with everyone. So it's just like those relationships are instantly there. You instantly have something in common with someone you meet on the street. And even if they're not a, re- a remote worker, they're in Thailand right now. And so are you. They're in Chiang Mai, Thailand. Yeah. So like they're on, they both, you know, you both love travel. You're both in Chiang Mai doing interesting things, doing something not normal. So the connections you get out here are so like, so uh what's the word for it i don't know so cool i guess compared to someone back home you know i'll I'll speak for myself and then you can you know expand you know you don't just like meet you don't just like say hi and meet a random person that often like back home in seattle or something because like what are the chances you're gonna have something common with them other than like being in seattle because oh guess what that's probably where they're born where they're from it's like they could be living have completely different interests than you but at least when you're out here you already have interests in common yeah and i feel like the having lifestyle goals as something in common is usually something that combine people together pretty nicely mm-hmm. like if you have something in common like you both like watching american football it doesn't seem to be as strong as a relatable point than like choosing your to have your whole life in a certain way and everyone you meet here has has been conscious about how they've constructed their lifestyle because you don't just end up here yeah you have to make a conscious decision to go against the status quo and fly out here and 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 do this so you meet people that like just just by them being here shows that they've thought consciously about their life and how they want to design it. So exactly. that's something that's I struggle with with people back home, people that just aren't, aren't thinking about how they want their life to be because that's something I'm always thinking about is like, you know, I'm always thinking about how can I live my ideal existence, you know? Um, I find it crazy that people just continue to do what they're told and, and um, they just, it's like their ignorance is bliss or something. I don't know, you know what I mean? Which spins into a huge point that needs to be made is people that are out here are ambitious. <laughs> this is a huge thing. So if you're watching this, I'm going to assume that you're ambitious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And living back home, I think when you think of it this way, it makes a lot of sense. Not everyone is born ambitious. Yeah. You know, not everyone is a go-getter yolo motherfucker let's live life <laughs> to the fullest and i have to remind myself that sometimes mm. not everyone is ambitious not everyone is like competitive you know and wants to go crush life and you know live life to the fullest mm. and i gotta you know remind myself that like back home some people just like they're yeah they're just not ambitious and they just want to you know take their normal route and i guess there's nothing wrong with that but everyone out here, to what Chris was just saying, everyone who's already out here in Chiang Mai or in Bali has taken not just a conscious decision to come out here, 
but a hard conscious decision. It is not easy to leave everything and go be like, I'm going to go live the tropical life and that's what I want to do. I'm going to book that ticket. I'm going to wrap all my ends. I'm going to, I'm going to do it in the face of society basically. So everyone out here is not just like an outcast. Everyone out here is ambitious. You know what I'm saying? And excited and like in tune with like the possibilities of this digital revolution are endless. And we all know that this is still the beginning of the internet, still the very beginning of this digital revolution. Excited about all these new uh, digital Mm -hmm. marketing opportunities and all these different ways to make money online that come, uh, come online every year. And excited about the world as big as it is, it's getting smaller every year. And excited about these communities evolving, like Chiang Mai and, and Chenggu, Bali, like there's construction on every block, things going up and up and up. It's still the beginning stages and you meet so many interesting, ambitious, creative, driven people out here. It's just like, I've called it the remote tropical Silicon Valley out here. And so if you're ambitious and creative and love travel, I mean, what better place to be out here in the capital of it all, <laughs> Southeast mother freaking Asia, specifically <laughs> Chengdu, Bali and Chiang Mai, Thailand, preach. Wow. And so yeah, you gotta think about that. It was like commando level. Yeah, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took a while to warm up, but you know, 30 minutes in, 30 minutes in, I got my- it was, it was bound to happen. Yeah. It's bound to happen. No, because it, it's true, guys. It's true. I'm freaking five years into this. And um, I guess ask me if, if, I'm a, if I would ever do a year back home. Would you ever do a year back home? Um, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Like right now, you know, probably very unlikely. But after watching your video and realizing that that's all you were doing is experimenting with a month back or a year back home pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I, maybe I would do a few months, <laughs> try it out. It, it's not, um, it's, it's not like it was, um, fun, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, oh my God, that sounds so exciting to go home. It was, it was more of like, you know, within six months I was over it. Completely exactly, over, guys. Completely That's over it. That's what I'm saying. So it was like, I was just, oh, okay. Exactly. Just. So, um, you know, I did it for my specific reasons. Glad I did it. And sometimes it's good to do difficult things. Yeah. But living at home is not the dream. That's why I wasn't really making any videos while I was there. <laughs> like, um, there's nothing exciting to share. And like, here, um, you know, I, I find more inspiration out here because it's just more interesting, right? Yeah. Mm. Exactly. And to quote Jabril of Passport Heavy, he's like, yo, once you have this, once you have the freedom to live in any city in any country, just the thought of going back to live at home permanently just like doesn't even register as interesting. So basically once you live this freedom, online business, travel frequently life, going back to normal life where you take maybe one, two week vacation per year, that just like sounds like what? <laughs> like, you know, cause this yeah. is the new normal for us. You yeah. know, this like remote work generation. So that's what like, I guess other people normal people have to understand it's like you're normal even yeah. though you don't know it's your normal because 
the re- actually the truth is it's a, your normal because it was your parents normal because it was your grandparents normal because mm. it's society's normal but well, us that's what normal means right it's the norm yeah the, the norm for the masses yeah. but really living out here for five years like this is totally normal for here like you know me and parker we're like because people ask us like why do you guys live in like thailand why do you live in like, yeah. we're like why do you live in America? It's so like, <laughs> Bangkok is just a little bit more fun than Bellevue. It's like so why or why not? Right? Exactly. Yeah, so right. we're like, why not? And so, um, would I live a year back home? Maybe you know. It depends if I have something exciting going on. You, yeah. you know, it depends on your situation. Like, let's say I really got into producing music again, and a friend back home invited me to come work with him like on an album, like and be the you know, executive or producer, just start producing the album. Then I'd be like, okay, that excites yeah, me. Yeah. So I'm gonna c- go pursue what excites me. Has nothing to do with the country or whatever. So I'm just gonna continue to do that. You know, I'm gonna guess, just pursue what excites you. Let's say, you know, some, um, some hot girl, you know, I meet some hot girl or whatever, and we have a bomb relationship going on and then we want to go uh, do a road trip across America. That's because that's exciting. I'm gonna go pursue that. Oh, it happens to be America. I don't care. We're doing what excites me. Let's say you know a video project came up, or like let's say I got you know invited to work on some yeah some project with some YouTuber that I'm really excited about. If Casey Neistat called me and be like, <laughs> hey man, I want you to be my intern for a year, I'm gonna be like, duh, because that's exciting. Yeah. So, but. Um, yeah, this summer I actually am planning on doing two months uh, because I have a wedding to go to in mid- mid-August. Um, I usually go back for the fourth, but I'll be doing at least a month and a half. And hey, if I'm like enjoying it, that's the whole thing, guys. That's the whole thing. If I'm enjoying it, I can stay because I can work from wherever. It doesn't matter where I am. And that's the whole paradigm that this whole foundation, this whole video, video is based off of the, the reason that we're here is the whole paradigm of being able to conduct your business from a laptop and have options. Let's say I'm like, you know, really jiving with Blake because he's back home for the summer and we like, we wanna uh, get an Airbnb in Seattle and we wanna, he's into videography as well and we wanna work on a project. I can stay in America, you know, and let's say I wanna ride out and do the whole summer in Seattle. Boom, I can do that. Let's say I'm getting really bored. I can bounce. And so um, at the end of the day, guys, like I said at the beginning, it just comes down to setting up your life where you can handle your business from here. And there's a million ways to do it. As I said in the beginning, there's three main ways. Be a freelancer, a remote employee, or a business owner. We all strive to be a business owner. And there's many different small online businesses you can start. E-commerce, digital marketing agency, um, Kindle audiobooks, um, digital courses, uh, you're making video courses, putting videos on uh, Skillshare. Mm-hmm. Like you're making like a handful of thousand dollars a month automatically from Skillshare, right? Yeah, so um, Skillshare. That's yeah. amazing. That's so <laughs> special. Like, and um, Ali, who's filming this video right now, she makes a full time income passively 100% from her stock photos and footage mm. on stock photo sites. She just gets direct deposits every month coming in. You get direct deposits from Skillshare Inc. I get direct deposits in my bank account automatically from Amazon Payments LLC every bi-weekly. 
it's amazing the opportunities that you can not only make a lot of money, but the the type of money where it's like you do the work up front and then it just keeps coming in. Yeah. While you sleep, while I'm taking a nap, anytime I want. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it's a paradigm shift, right? Because yeah. um, most people are trading time for mo- for money, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So even, yeah, as my passive income has gone up, it's been like, it's it, in a way, it's a mind fuck because it's like, okay, like this is not normal. Like, yeah, it's like like what? The yeah, and and you're like. Whoa. Like, really and then of course like we said like it gives you a certain level of freedom that you have to decide what to do with at that point and um, like your brother you have to figure out what you do from that point yeah. um, a lot of entrepreneurs actually when they get to that stage of having passive income start to do projects that are more fulfilling you know start a business where um, you know it's going to take longer to make money but they're passionate about it you know mm-hmm. so yeah yeah. What, what have you noticed of some of those type of projects that entrepreneurs do kind of once they've already sold their FBA business or something and have a bunch of money? Have you noticed like any specific type of passion projects well, that are common? Well, like I guess with Amazon, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you kind of want to see what's selling and then sell that, right? So like it's you're not – if you're innovating too much, perhaps you, you're doing it wrong because – you kind of want to take advantage of a demand that's already there. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, like, uh, an entrepreneur who already is moving on to a passion business. Yeah. What have you noticed? Of, or What's an example of some common passion businesses that you've noticed entrepreneurs do? Like, when they're at the next level, I mean. Um, well, I had lunch with a guy the other day who's making motorcycle. Mm. Um, so I don't know anything about this, this niche because I don't ride motorcycles. But apparently, when you're driving fast, it's very noisy. And you want to listen to music, so oh, yeah. so he's making yeah Maurice this, oh yeah, yeah yeah you know yeah. Um, making these earphones that um, uh, yeah I guess you can hear music and it, it protects your ears at the same time from the road noise yep. and the wind noise um, and he's a huge motorbike enthusiast yeah, so yeah. he was saying to me like you know if a customer calls up um, with an issue he's gonna be happy to talk to him because. He is the customer, you know, like he is, he's passionate about the niche, you know, Um, and that's one of the great things about if you're making income from a business that's primarily set up for money, it can give you that opportunity to focus on passion projects that can still make money, but um, aren't a sure thing or are going to take longer to get to that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, creating a a product that's around your passion, physical product. Mm. Um, the thing that came to mind though is a thing that popped in my mind that entrepreneurs that maybe they've sold their first business and now their second big thing is going to be starting passion businesses is doing a consulting slash mentoring slash coaching um, okay. that's what I've noticed is a, is a big thing starting your, uh, your coaching your consulting and um, you know you know helping people um, something that's going to make a bigger difference in the world and something that you and I have already helped a lot of people with that is a big thing is helping them start remote work. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Helping them get free. Like this girl just in the other room, she came up to us. She's like, Chris, dude, your videos like inspire me to become a digital nomad. Like, wow, this is crazy running into you. And yeah. this happens like multiple times a week, like to both of us, like in Chiang Mai, which is like, mm-hmm. 
I'm trying not to take it lightly these days because like it's so important. So and so so a passion business for a lot of entrepreneurs is helping other entrepreneurs start businesses because it's like you know the the, the saying it's like give someone some fish and they'll eat for a day. Teach someone how to fish and they'll eat for a lifetime. So teaching someone how to start their own business is one of the most biggest gifts you can give to someone ever. I mean, that's a what you call a life changer. And so, you know, that's, that's a passion business, I guess, for a lot of people. And I kind of already do this on the side with my Amazon school and my uh, digital math beginners mini course, like breaking it all down for people. And just with your free YouTube videos, like, you know, digital nomad framework, how to be a digital nomad, like mm. this is teaching someone how to change their life and literally unlock the cheat code to life. Like that's so special. And so um, I hope, you know, one day, um, you know, when I sell, you know, my current Amazon business or whatever, whenever it may be, to go more full time and to these type of projects that make a bigger difference, like helping people change their life, <laughs> start a business. Because I can't, honestly, I can't think of a bigger life changer than helping someone start a business and um, get control of their time. Like, mm. just one case study is like, that I'm most proud of, obviously, is my little brother. Like, he came out to visit us in Vietnam for, for a couple months in 2016, went back home, because that unlocked, oh yeah, like, oh my God, in his mind. And now we essentially taught him how to fish and now he'll never need a job again because um, he, he gets this whole this whole digital marketing thing. And so that already right there is, um, you know, a passion business on the side and with my Amazon school and everyone asked me, right away, how do I sell on Amazon? Like teaching someone how to make their own business. It's just like, it's really special. Anyway, I've been realizing that more. So I had to throw that out. It's, it's really special. But um, to wrap it up, you don't have to wait um, until you've sold your first business to start your passion business. I think Chris mm -hmm. would agree. Start that on the side as well. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, when I set off on this journey, you know, working remotely and traveling, I was building the channel at the exact same time. And uh, I yeah, basically did that. I was just out of passion, you know, yeah. like um, even to this day, I consider it just a passion project. The, uh, the YouTube channel and all the online uh, content. Um, Skillshare is a little bit different because it's more hard knowledge. Um, so that's giving people hard skills. A little bit less fun because it's not travel videos, but um, I still feel good when I put that content together because I know it's going to help somebody, you know, out there. Because, you know, some of the courses I made are on, is on stuff that I wish there was a course on, mm -hmm. you know, and then I just made the course. So now... I'm like catering to the former me, you know? Yeah. People who uh, tend to be passionate about certain causes, it comes from a personal place, yeah. right? Yeah, Is that, that's why I'm so passionate about not only this lifestyle, um, well, because my life changed because of a $600 course yeah. that I bought from, yeah. called Dropship Lifestyle from Johnny and Anton, yeah. you know? And just to look back in hindsight and be like, wow, that course changed my life from living like life that's like, okay, you know, it's all right. So like 
boom, <laughs> living that life. Like visited over 30 countries this past five years, like waking up whenever I want, living my actual dream, mm. like from a $600 course. And then to look in hindsight and be like, wow, college was $100,000. And that taught me to do something that I realized halfway through college was not a career that I wanted. Not only did I not want a lab job squirting pipettes through my bio biochemistry degree, which was leading me up to do that, but I realized that I didn't want to be an employee at all. Because the dream job, guys, is to not have a job. <laughs> That's the <laughs> irony of the dream job. Dream job doesn't exist. No, but like when I was in high school and like college, like, and they were to say, what's your dream job? Like, you couldn't say, not have a job. <laughs> you, couldn't, you couldn't say that, no one would say that. Mm. You know, you don't say that in the normal world, but in entrepreneurship, uh, religion, whatever you wanna call it, it's the dream job is to not have a job because in this definition, a job is something you'd rather not be doing. Um, so yeah, to, to just look back and like wake up every day, like when I want, which is like one of my favorite things is wake up on my own time, sleep in when I need more sleep. Um, to do that every day now for the past five years and then to look back and be like, wow, a $600 course set that trajectory. It's like, wow. Mm -hmm. So like when I have my Amazon course and my beginner's course, I'm like, this is, that's one of the best things you could possibly do is, you know, if that's your dream, take a school where that helps you to get to where your dream is. Um, and not only is the is the information inside of the school or the, the course, whatever, gonna be exactly what you want and help you get to where you wanna go. But by putting up that little investment, it's mm. gonna help you make that micro commitment that it's gonna actually Absolutely. make it real. And I tell people this all the time, like what's the best thing I can do to get started, Riley? Freaking put up some money and buy a course that's exactly the, the thing you wanna do. Or pay for a mentor who's gonna help you do exactly that. And then boom, you've already made the first little micro commitment. Boom. <laughs> okay. I All think right. that was great. Um, good stuff. Anyways, yeah, that was about an hour. If you guys haven't seen Chris's uh, new video about home life versus um, nomad life, this was a good one-hour expansion. Yeah. Expansion cast. Expansion cast. Expansion cast. Is that a, if you coined that term? Or? Uh, no, we should trademark oh. that. Expansion okay, yeah, cast. Yeah. Put that on the do Anyways. Good stuff. Links to the links to resources, to all the stuff we talked about below. And uh, yeah, let's go. Let's go hit the pool. Relax. Awesome. Cause we ain't got no job. Hey. <laughs> uh. Yo, thanks for watching, guys. So, yo, if you're one of the ones that wants to be a digital nomad like me but you have no idea where to start, you can tap right here to check out my Digital Nomad Beginner's Guide. It's been three years in the making. I finally have it ready for you guys. I'm gonna be giving it away for free for a limited time, so check it out. It's got everything you need to know to be a successful digital nomad from scratch, be location independent, make money online, be free, live that life. You can check it out right here. See ya in there.